just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, uh, the show which we uh, get some pretty wild fucking yarns from some pretty wild people. Fortunate to be here today with our good mate of mine, Brizey, and um, he's been in the fuel industry a long time and... Um, well, should share a few weird yarns within the funeral industry you've come across the way. Yeah, mate, for mate, sure. Mate, um, I still remember that first week that um, after I'd started where that real weird... I don't know his fucking name. Where that real weird fucker working for us anyway. I remember you and I were having lunch and then we were eating Subway or something. And, <laughs> and the weird fucker runs out. And there was a poor lady. She's there on the bed. He's prepping the bed. And it, it must have been only his second week either. And he was only a young fella. And... Um, He's running out, you and I eating that Subway sandwich and he's gone to us, he goes, the lady's got prawn in the vagina. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? And he's like, the lady's got prawn coming out of a vagina. And we're like, what the fuck are you on about? He goes, she has a prawn coming out of a vagina. So we've gone in there and we're like, mate, that's not a prawn. He goes, well, it fucking tasted like prawn. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck? You sacked. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah, but did it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> you went for a second opinion? <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's not real proper tree. That's, that's a, a not so proper proper tree <laughs> yarn. A, not so proper proper tree yarn. But, yeah, um, weirdos, fuel industry, Brizey. Mate. Um, you come across a few in your time. I'm oh. just... Fucking people that are made for the industry that probably shouldn't leave the fucking industry or see yeah. the light of day. Mate, you get those ones, eh? Like, you, you do get those cliche fucking lurch-looking cunts that come through. Like, <laughs> that, um, yeah, you know, they're the ones you want to keep behind closed doors. I yeah. think, you know, like, it's one of those things where I think we, like us, we sort of set that narrative of sort of, in our region anyway, where... We focus it on a celebration of life, a bit more relaxed, a bit more how you're going, getting away from that sort of cliche, taboo, sort of um, morbid style services, you know. Like, like for instance, like next week we've got a service that um, at the end of the service we've got confetti cannons and we've got smoke, sh- smoke yeah. show and everything like that. So yeah. as the hearse is leaving, they're having these cannons going boom, 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 blowing confetti cannons out like like something out of a fucking movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. and like I said, doing all that sort of stuff. Exactly you know? right, because in, in the end um, so many people take it as a, a sad time but it's actually a celebration mm. of their life. Oh, of course, mate. You know, that's what most of the people want to do these days, you know, get away from that... Um, 
with that uh, restrictive. And, and yeah, I don't blame them, man. Like, why would you want to go to a funeral where you're having a preaching lesson? Look, I understand you got people with faiths and beliefs and all that sort of stuff, and I totally understand that, man. That's you know, each to their own. But yeah. you know, for me, being a, a person that was going there to support, uh, you know, say farewell yeah. to a mate or a friend or someone. I want to hear their fucking stories and their yarns and yep. all the bits and pieces, mate. Like, I don't want to fucking... I don't want to sit there and get a church lesson. Exactly right. You know? Yeah, 100%. Because so, and, and, in the day, the only reason you're there is because of that person. So let's celebrate their life and let's hear, hear something at their funeral that you might never fucking know. And that's right. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And um, did Get you, some proper tree arts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get some real, real life about yeah. this person. What other fucking mad things have you seen at services, bro? I remember... She had a Dean, I'm pretty sure he told me a yarn. Um, he said that when they just went down the sunny coast. Yeah. And he said um, they're just there. That, that obviously stopped working for you guys. They'd gone down and started up their own mm. funeral home. Yeah. And they're there and um, they said he said there's three children up on the stage giving um, the eulogy of yeah. their dad. And um, he said the first two boys, they're these amazing fucking eulogies that was would have thought dad was, you know, could... Good order, yeah. order of Australia. Yeah. Like, just amazing. Mm. And uh, he said, then the daughter gets up and she says, well, Dad was nothing but a cunt. He used to touch me. Like, <laughs> Holy fuck. Like, fucking, fuck. yeah, just blows these two yeah. other blokes away. And no, oh. one, and no one ever knew that. And she's just fucking throwing this massive curveball into hell. the whole fucking show. And, like, poor Dino, he's just fresh into his own business, like, mm. just going, holy fucking Jesus. Like, Mate, there's, there, there's been some fucking crazy ones. You've had people fucking jump in the grave chasing after their loved one, like, fucking literally jumping yeah. in. Like, we've, we've fucking tackled people <laughs> just so that they don't fucking jump in the grave. Yeah. Uh, poor shout-out to Dino. Once, just recently he had someone fucking at the chapel, inconsolable, and up the front they're going... You know, oh, you know, I'm going to... I can't remember exactly what it, how he said it, but he just said, I'll make up the front and said, I'm coming with you and starts fucking... Pulls out this sharp object, starts stabbing himself up the front of the chapel. Holy in, fuck. In the middle of the service. So he goes, I want to join you and starts fucking stabbing himself. So he, you'll have to ask Dino about that one. That's a proper true yarn, but he told me that. That was only just recently, that one. Fucking hell. Yeah. And then on the other end of the scale, you'll hear... Um, you know, uh, a mate of ours talking about fucking. <laughs> you got to be very careful in what photos you put on your slideshow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially the family ones, because yeah. there might be the there might be the private family ones as well that you do. <laughs> you don't mean to add into the photo slideshow. Yeah, so you might be at the service there and uh, speaking from a mate of ours who said that um, you know during the service they had that reflection time and. You know, I can't remember if it was mum or dad. One of them passed away, but, you know, they're going through and they're showing photos of mum and dad holding hands, walking down the beach and then sitting there at the family dinner and, and then and there's Christmas. A, and then it's Christmas and then there's next minute. Mum on the spit. <laughs> Not at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Christmas was a bloke. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Then there's mum going down on dad and dad going down on mum and then so all these photos are flicking through the service and you've got hundreds of mourners there. They're seeing mum and dad going to town. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking wild. I know. So 
you know, you get you get this fucking random shit that happens like that, and they just, you know, what the, what the fuck moments, you know, like yeah, yeah, Oh, jeez, and then you know, like the odd, you know, you have the old fucking blues going on because you know, so like we we're saying before. Funerals bring out the worst in people, so then fucking old mate's brother and the younger brother have had enough of each other and, well, the ex comes in, next minute the fucking punch showing up the front. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funeral directors actually got his leg broken. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell. Like, just getting oh, a bit getting, of a bar. Getting stomped, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you go... That's why I learned to box a little bit. <laughs> especially, especially up in Rocky, bro. She gets fucking a bit wild up there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's fucking, that's out of control, mate. Yeah. And like, you know, and then some of the stuff you can be taken away by, but you don't realise that it's actually part of their culture. Like you might get some of those Islander funerals where the, the mourners, the, especially the women, they will wail. Like they're wailing and mourning and crying and screaming. But like, so you, if, you're not, if you didn't know that, you're sitting there and you're hearing it and you're going, holy fuck, like, what's going on? They're, they're going to town. Like, yeah, wow. But it, it's it's the way that they honour that person. It's a part of that respect that they do. Because is it the Tongans that take the body home and have it for yeah, a ma- time, Yeah, Mary, it? yeah, Mary's as well. Like, um, uh, they'll take the body home for a couple of days. So that's when we do that embalming process where we where we preserve the deceased yeah. um, so that they can go home out unrefrigerated. And, yeah. and stay at the home for a couple of days so that the family can do that. Um, some of the other cultures do that as well. No, but that, you know, that, that itself, um, that embalming process is uh, quite, a, quite a feat in itself as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, so I think we probably should touch a little bit on the pet side. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, a bit relevant <laughs> at the moment, mate. Yeah. Um, and tell us a, uh, a proper true yarn of... Um, well, I guess the fucking wildest animal you've ever had to cremate. And so, you're only fresh in the industry too. Like, it's not like you've been doing it for fucking years. No, this is... Probably there's people have been doing this for years. Yeah, and not had to this wild. Not had to do this, this fucking well, as wild as you. I've been, operate, I've been operating the pet crematorium for about 12 months. And that's the pet cremator going. And in that time, I've cremated some crazy shit. <laughs> so, like, the first one was a fucking chimpanzee, right? So I cremated a chimpanzee. Now, that chimpanzee was from the local zoo and it died suddenly. So they brought it down to the uh, veterinary hospital and they actually did a full post-mortem examination on it. It's like something like you would do to a human. So, you know, they've, you know, they've rang me and they said, oh, hey, look, Brian, would you, would you cremate a chimpanzee? And I'm like, what the f- a fucking what? <laughs> you know, like, like who, who this calls is a fuck, that? fucking Frank call. I oh, know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, no, nah, come on, someone's pulling my leg here, come on. You know, no, it turns out it was. I, I think what happened was it, it, it passed away from septic, septicemia, it had blood poisoning or something like that. Look, part of the service that we provide that we've sort of structured is that we give the families um, of their pets, we give them a, like a paw print and a lock of hair and all this sort of stuff. It was crazy because when I took the paw prints, they weren't paw prints, they were fucking fingerprints. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, and literally like had like the same same fingerprint pattern as like humans where they got the you got you would you would assume if it, you didn't know it was a monkey that you it was, was a human, human yeah uh, with a retarded hand. thumb. Yeah, because <laughs> so like, but because the thumb is super small and the other the other hands are a lot more pronounced like so Th- smaller thumbs, bigger, bigger hands. So you just think that that was a someone with a gimpy hand. Yep. You know, um, but it was it was absolutely crazy. 
And did you, um, you bit torn having a human cremator and a pet cremator? Well, that <laughs> didn't know where to send him. Well, they were, was it 98.6 or 98 point something percent DNA shared with a chimpanzee or whatever it was, right? So I'm sitting here with this conundrum and I'm going, well, this thing is closer to us than it is to a fucking dog. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I should put it in the human one. <laughs> and, then, and how big was it, Ross? It wasn't kilos. It would have been about 35. Four, to, I think it was about 40 kilos, roughly. Yeah, right. Don't quote me. About 40 kilos. I don't know. I think it was about 34 years of age and about 40, 45 kilos, but pure muscle. Like, yeah. like just tough. Tough. Like, you know. Yeah, and wow. Yeah, not... I didn't eat the cat. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> tough, tough, like, like tough muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's saying you fucking ate a monkey. <laughs> no, just, I know you're gross, clar- but you're not that know, fucking know, gross. I'm just, just clarifying <laughs> that. Eating a lot of things yeah. in your now, life. Now, would you monkey. believe now... Would you believe, like, so a monkey is a, you know, a chimpanzee is a once-in-a-lifetime, to me... Oh, hands fucking down. Yeah, I mean, you can't sort of say that. Well, last week I had another call. <laughs> for another, another monkey. monkey. <laughs> Fuck off. I know, fucking... I'm not shitting you. <laughs> another monkey. There's a smaller one. Yeah. But who gets two fucking calls for a monkey? Two monkeys in a year. Yeah, two monkeys in a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. I know. Like, and same thing, just from the zoo? It's on the zoo, yeah. Look, yeah, it wasn't someone's private pet monkey. Oh, fuck. No, <laughs> imagine if it was, but... It's pretty wild, uh, like. Yeah. Like, so so we just, we do those for nothing. Like, that's just part of the service we provide because that the zoo up there, man, major, I didn't realise this, but majority of the people who work up there, and like, it's all the volunteer stuff. They do all that on their own backing. So, yep. you know, I thought it'd be a bit rude of me to charge charge them when they got all these people up there doing stuff for free. Oh, definitely. And, and you're sort of like me, Rosie. You, you do a lot of things in life for free just yeah. for the yarn or the experience of it. Of course, it. yeah, definitely. Know, like yeah. Just, uh, yeah, like we were speaking before about uh, old mate who passed away. Like you were doing that for free just because that's the person you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, true, so, bro. mate, that's fucking, that's unreal that, yeah, you can provide that. <laughs> so any other zoos out there, whatever, bro, I'm like an elephant next <laughs> and he'd also like a fucking iguana. <laughs> <laughs> that poor elephant's going to be in sections, mate. <laughs> we know that I ain't getting in there. But he, uh, on that note, actually speaking of sections. Oh, here right, we go. So we had this lady, she, she fostered like rescue animals and she had this goat, right? Okay. Goat. Yeah. Poor, poor, <laughs> that fucking poor thing, three-legged goat. <laughs> a three-legged goat that she had on the farm as a rescue one. <laughs> and, and you know how I'm into yeah. helping out people and stuff. Well, I thought it would be really nice to at least give them 25% off. <laughs> From a standard price, because it's 25% less I have to cremate. So. Fair deal. Yeah, I, proper tree yarn. Proper tree yarn. <laughs> and how many is the only goat you've done too, Rob? No, I've done two. Two goats. Two goats. <laughs> they, got, they got the full clip, the other one? The other one got the full clip. Yeah, yeah had yeah. all its legs, yeah. the appendages. <laughs> but was, yeah, so, but yeah, actually, that was, yeah, so I'd done two goats and two chimpanzees in 12 months. Oh, no, sorry, one chimpanzee. The other one was like a gibbon, like a smaller, smaller monkey. But yeah. um, still, still definitely. Fucking yeah. wild. So anyone else listening out there, any zoos around the world, Brian will. Happily cremated and just I'm, for the laugh. I'm I just say the laugh. There's respect in it, but yeah. for, just to say he's fucking done it. And I'm just giving you as a warning too. I can tell the difference between a real monkey and a monkey suit. So if you fucking top <laughs> someone off and throw a monkey suit on them and tell me that you're dropping off your pet monkey, it want to be a good water cash to go with it. <laughs> 
Mate, um, talk. Or talk. a Yeti suit. Or a Yeti suit. <laughs> I was just thinking, fuck, my dad, I'm getting, someone's going to knock me and put me in, a, in my original. Um, now, I've got a yarn as well, just off the back there, you say about uh, uh, people dropping things off randomly. Mate, I, I feel that you should probably tell the yarn about um, when you just got the cremator going and um, you had a proposition. Yeah, so <laughs> shout out to the motorcycle clubs. <laughs> Somehow... Uh, oh, I suppose it's not that hard to get reached out or find out certain things that are taking place around town, especially by certain law-abiding motorcycle clubs <laughs> in inverted commas. Yeah. Um, technically, they knew that I had a cremator installed and they reached out. <laughs> he said, they came knocking on the door and said pretty much to me, he said, look, mate, um, uh, just like I heard you got a cremator going there, just uh, want to touch base to see, you know, like if there's any cash work that we might be able to bring your way, would you be up for it? And I just politely <laughs> told him to fuck off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Prop Triang got fucking propositioned. Um, yeah, because you know, so. there was a bit of heat on there too, Ryan. You know, yeah. You said something like... Um, you better fuck off, and they're like, "Do you know who we are?" And you're like, "Well, who the bloke you come to to make bodies disappear?" <laughs> that's you, exactly. know, you know, I am. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you know, no, I bluffed them hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, proper, proper. <laughs> you know, that's wild within itself, mate. You yeah. know, yeah, that fucking people just within whatever well, realm you're within, in. Well, the funny thing is, the information came from Canberra, which came back up to Rocky. So to to, to find out the reach. Like, the reach of what they have is fucking amazing. Like, who knew that some dude in Canberra... I mean, I've got family in Canberra, but how would they know that I've got that going? You yeah. Know? So it was, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was, you know, this is uh, the modern era and you still got people knocking on your door, hitting you up for cash work. Yeah, to make someone get, yeah, fucking mm. literally disappear. Literally disappear. Because, what, yeah. hour 20 on the hot cremator? You, yeah, you hour gone? 20, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, so if you've got the cremator up and running and it's, and it's up to temperature, hour and 20 is, uh, is, a, is, a good, is a good number to work with. And there's no DNA in ash. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and especially if you want to go for a little cruise along the highway, just sprinkle a little bit as you go along. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows the difference. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.